it is I, your host, Dharma, also known as The Entertainer, and welcome my guys, gals, and non-binary pals, also known as The Magic Pants Collective. Yes, that's what I'm calling it, because we are fun here, because rainbows are amazing. Now, bring your rainbow butts over here, because we are talking about write what you want to read, draw what you want to see. Here we talk about professional writing and professional digital art, all the tips, tricks, what not to do's, and everything in between about these two creative subjects. And we also talk about a few other things here as well, including, you know, business and how I'm doing personally, and my thoughts just on all sorts of different things and cool stuff. So welcome, and I hope you join the Magic Pants Collective today. Rainbows out! Hello, it is I, your favorite neighborhood lesbian, and welcome back again today, folks. And today we're going to be talking about writing, more specifically the trope talk of the scientist who's also the lab rat. So, let's say that maybe the scientist's lab is short-staffed, or in order for the scientists to truly prove themselves and their proficiency at their work, they must test their newest serum or device on themselves. In this case, we have the scientist who's also the lab rat. A scientist who, for whatever reason, also experiments on themselves, because, you know, why not? Typically, in most scientist stories, especially ones that are focused on um, all sorts of wacky inventions, serums, and in-between, usually there are lab rats or, um, or lab rat humans, or guinea pigs, um, as most refer to them as, um, that take on the effects of the devices and the serums themselves. But like I said, for whatever reason, the scientist is on their own. Maybe all of their lab rats, both literal and human, are um, have all been experimented on, or have all, uh, or are all in the hospital, or perhaps they just didn't have any to begin with. In the case that there isn't any to begin with, you know, maybe they're not actually a scientist yet and are looking to earn their PhD by doing something big, or earning their place at a company after getting their PhD by doing something big, or maybe trying to prove to the military or government, because usually these stories have something to do with that, that they can, in fact, make something like a super soldier serum. No matter which way you slice it, usually something either goes really, really right or really, really wrong. Or, in the case of a few different scientists, something goes wrong in order for it to go right. So let's look at the first case. Um, something goes really, really right. Now, this case is seen a lot less than the others because, honestly, it's a lot more fun for either something to go wrong at first and then right, or for it to just continue going wrong. Um, but when this does happen, it's usually either for plot convenience, um, like, for example, they need a new invention and they need a new shrink ray stat, or they need an embiggening ray stat, or something of that nature. Something that either has to work 
or we risk the main protagonist, if it isn't the scientists themselves, dying. Or the world dying. Or both dying. Because, you know, if the protagonist can't save the world by being a huge giant, then the world is doomed as well. So, yeah. Either way, the scientist has to, um, has to make sure this works. So they may start using it, um, perhaps on themselves, in order to make the necessary adjustments. Perhaps uh, they've also got a shrink ray function that auto that automatically gets sent set after the embiggening ray function. That way they can grow themselves little by little, or um, chunk by chunk, in order to see um, just how big each setting would make a person, and perhaps test the fresh threshold of. Um, whether or not a person would get sick at a certain size, or even die. Now, obviously, a lot of calculations would occur before this. They are still scientists, after all. But after this is when they ha get to have fun adjusting the darn thing and figuring out um, not only how big our main protagonist or just generic set of heroes would need to be, but also if they could even get that big, without dying of, like, radiation poisoning or something. Because super powers can't stop all nuclear attacks. Um, but yeah. So, now. Now that we've gone from that, let's go to our It's Worse and It Gets Worse example. Now, this would be even easier put without a personal example. Let's just look at the first of the trilogy, or, um, duology of Hulk movies for the MCU. Um, in that one, um, as far as I can remember, um, the story starts with our scientist being Bruce Banner, who, um, I can't remember exactly the reason, and it doesn't really matter, um, although I think it has something to do with the government, as usual, um, who decides to test um, something on himself. Now, I do believe he has a valid excuse for this, and that is the fact that he doesn't know um, that it will do this stuff to him. Um, like, so I believe um, his little serum ends up getting replaced with something else, or used to create something else, which turns him into the Hulk. But either way, he still willingly takes the serum into his own body in order to demonstrate the power of whatever he thought it was originally, using himself as a lab rat, and then unexpected um, things occur. Him becoming the Hulk, destroying things, turning back from the Hulk, feeling really sad about it, becoming the Hulk, destroying things, turning back from the Hulk, and being really sad about it in a different part of town, until... Um, of course, he starts getting hunted down by military personnel, he becomes the Hulk, he destroys things, he runs away, then he turns back and begins to be sad about it, and I think that's the end of the movie. But either way, you can tell that it's worse, and then it keeps getting worse, because not only does he keep destroying things, but now he's being hunted down by the military, 
um, or at least a part of the military or a secret private team or something, led by his girlfriend's dad. I had to take a drink of water. I've been recording too much today. My voice is about to die. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, even using an example that's not my own, you can see how people like the trope of worse and worse and worse. So now let's have the bad and then good example. Now, as far as I know, there's not too many examples of the good and then bad example um of course i'm sure there are plenty of those out there and now that i think about it there probably are a lot of examples of that but um you know i think that's the one that gets like the most examples so we're mainly just highlighting the ones that you don't see as often anymore so first we start off bad Let's say that our dude is able to use that in Beginning Ray and um, is able to make himself like 20 feet tall. How lovely. But then the function to shrink him back down so that he can do another test is broken um, for whatever reason. You know, maybe maybe there was so much radiation flowing in that beautiful beam of in Beginning that it just it was too much for it to take and, and now it's dead. Oh no. So, yeah. Now our resident scientist is stuck like this and um, can't help um, the heroes because, well, he can't make the adjustments to make himself or anybody else bigger. But this actually ends up being an advantage because now he gets to go out there, finally get his moment in the limelight, and defeat the big bad himself. So earning him recognition finally as not only the guy behind the team but also the guy that helped the team um and gets to earn his place and eventually gets turned back down to his normal size hopefully before he's hungry because um while i'm not one to do the proper calculations i'm pretty sure 20 feet of human would be very hungry so yeah so anyways, yeah. And like I said, of course, there's the example of the good and then bad. Although usually, um, usually this draws into other tropes as well. Like, um, it turns bad because of e tampering or something else. My whole entire point is, is that talk not talking about it today because it ties into some other tropes to be talked about another time. So, yeah. Anyways, thank you all for listening. If you want to su support me even more than you already have, go ahead and see and hear the links in the podcast episode description down below. Um, or you could just keep listening on the podcast here, or both. Um, either way, you're going to be helping me out, and I will be seeing you all in the next one.